All beaches are closed ahead of Canada Day. Here to talk about it, Mark Matson with Swim, Drink, Fish. Mark, welcome back. Oh, thank you, Kelly. Good to just talk pro- to you. Just provide some uh, perspective here off the hop on how long a storm like this will have beaches closed and how many beaches are we talking about? Well, because the rain happened yesterday, we're going to, you know, it takes 24 hours for the actual water quality data to show up. So we'll see today, but the general rule is 48 hours after it rains, um, people are warned to stay out of the water. Okay, so does that include dogs as well? Because a lot of people bring their dogs down to cool off. Yeah, oh, totally. I mean, um, you know, what we're what the concern is, is bacteria, E. coli, and these things affect mammals. So the dogs would be involved. Definitely, you'd want to keep your dogs out of the water. And because if they get wet and they bring, bring it home and they shake and, you know, you're petting them, et cetera, it's not, it, it's not a, a, something that's recommended at all. Right. Until we fix our system uh, near Lake Ontario with regard to uh, sewage and get those pipes in that we've discussed numerous times on this show, uh, to mitigate the damage when we get a torrential rainfall like this, uh, you know, what what is the best course of action? Well, we've been pushing a number of um, interim um, solutions because it's going to take a while for the City of Toronto to deal with the, um, not only the City of Toronto, right across Canada, to deal with the problems of untreated sewage into our urban waters. In 2017, I know Canada, it was 270 million cubic meters or 100,000 Olympic-sized swimming pools of sewage were discharged. And they come primarily from either the sanitary sewers, the stormwater, or what are called CSOs. And they're the real problem, the combined sewer overflows, because they carry both. And when it rains, um, they fill up and the CSO can no longer um, carry all the water or the sewage and the stormwater. So the whole thing discharges into the, into, the, into the lake. And in Toronto, you really see that in the harbour because there's nine major combined sewer overflows in the inner harbour and you really see the impact after rains. Yeah, and it was a crazy rainstorm yesterday. So it, specifically, which beaches are most concerning right now? Well, yesterday, I mean, surprisingly, Cherry Beach, which, you know, I hardly ever do I ever see a, a, a fail for water quality there. Um, was closed, and that was before the rains. And we've been seeing some real problems um, in the beaches, um, the beach with Woodbine and Kewbami, um this summer. We're starting to see some problems. And, you know, that might be um, for other reasons. Um, there is some dry level or dry weather problems. Um, but, uh, you know, today we, we won't know until the results are in from the sampling um, to really see the impact like we've seen in past years where the where the where the CSO discharges actually get out and Im- impact the island beaches, um, Sunnyside, um, and really have an impact on all nine beaches in Toronto. Mark, I know you were communicating with our producer Danny Stover about this Toronto Harbor Monitoring Report uh, 3.0 mm-hmm. that came out, uh, it, and apparently it is accompanied by a call to action. Do you want to, in our final couple of minutes here, explain what what's in the report and what you're asking people for? Sure. We've seen this, you know, we're a national organization, Swimbury Christian, I'm the Lake Ontario waterkeeper, but one great example of how transparency helps a city move forward and, and restore urban recreational water is through transparency. City of Kingston has all their pipes listed on their website, and when they're discharging, um, they indicate that they're discharging and the levels and the flows that are going into the water. And that may seem like an odd thing to do, just sort of admit to the problem, but it's so important from a literacy point of view for Torontonians to know where there's sewage being discharged in the water. So we have five points. We'd love to see a sign everywhere along the waterfront where there's a CSO 
so everyone knows what the CSOs are. We'd love um, for them to monitor the flows from those uh, combined sewer overflows. Inform the public. Swim Guide, um, www.theswimguide.org or the app, Swim Guide. You know, we take that data and always um, post it at our beaches. Well, I don't see why the government can't tell us or inform us immediately when there, when there is discharges um, of sewage or stormwater and where that's happening. We'd also like the city to clean up, um, have a responsibility to clean up the plastics, um, particularly the floatables, the condoms, the tampons, the needles. And finally, we think they need to really start funding, monitoring of recreational water um, beyond just the nine beaches. So we have a better idea of the impact of sewage on our urban waters. And those are the five recommendations, and you can find them at the Swim, Drink, Fish Harbor Monitoring Report. Mark, I'm going to leave it at that, and thank you very much, and wish you a happy Canada Day in advance. Yeah, you too, Kelly, and I hope everybody gets a chance to, um, to get to the water's edge this weekend.